This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, December 16th, and let's talk about the weather forecast. There is a lot of potential weather action coming up, so let's take it step by step. Well, today is sunny and slightly cooler than normal in the west, with temperatures in the lower 40s. While in the Columbia Basin, we are stuck with a cloudy murk with temperatures in the 20s. Saturday will start dry, but clouds will move in during the afternoon with showers during the evening. All of this all of this weather is associated with the passage of a cold front. And the front will bring showers through Sunday. So we'll have on and off showers through late Saturday into Sunday. Now, in the mountains, this will all fall as snow. That's for sure. And over the lowlands, there'll be a mixture of rain and some very wet snow. It'll generally be light. I don't expect more than an inch in the snowiest places in the the lowlands, but some places will see some flurries and some places will get rain. So it's going to be a mixture and it's difficult to forecast the details of this, but I don't expect a big snowstorm. Now, Monday and Tuesday will be much cooler with highs in the West, only in the mid thirties with sub-freezing lows. And of course, much colder in Eastern Washington where temperatures will remain below freezing. Now, the big question is Tuesday. Another front will approach. Puget Sound is on the edge of the moisture, but some models suggest several inches of snow, and some as much as three or four inches, while others have very little snow. Uh, The Olympics and Cascades will pick up a few more inches, that's for sure. Anyway, this bears very close watching. As we get uh, closer in, particularly on Sunday, I'll have a really good idea of what Tuesday should look like. But there is the possibility for some lowland snow on Tuesday, and there's certainly a tremendous amount of uncertainty in the forecast. We're right on the edge. Now, there's cold temperatures and snow, but there's also wind. Um, There'll be a large pressure difference across the Cascades, and I expect strong northeasterly winds gusting to 40 to 50 miles per hour, pushing out of the Fraser River Valley over the weekend. And that's going to lead to northwest Washington being the coldest part of the, part of the lowlands. That cold air is going to push over the San Juans and then up the slopes of the, the northeast slopes of the, of the Olympics. And there could be some snow, you know, inland from everywhere from Port Townsend to Port Angeles. Now, the strong easterly winds will be the rule in the passes. And I also expect strong easterly winds on the Columbia Gorge. Well, anyway, this is the kind of period that we're on the edge. It really pays to stick with the forecast, but we're certainly going to get cooler. And the potential for snow in the lowlands is something we'll have to watch. And eastern Washington will be much colder. The coldest air is going to be on the other side of the Rockies, but eastern Washington is going to get a piece of it. So it will be sub-freezing and cold with single digits in some parts of eastern Washington. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Very cold air 
and very high pressure will be moving into Montana during the next week. And several folks have asked me whether that pressure will be close to the record. Uh, I'll give the answer in this podcast. Cold air outbreaks are often associated with very high pressure. Why? Well, pressure at the surface reflects the weight of the atmosphere above. Cold air is more dense than warm air. So a layer of cold air, a thousand feet thick, weighs much more than a thousand foot layer of warm air. Thus, having a very deep layer of cold air in the lower atmosphere greatly increases surface pressure. If you want subtleties, a second contributor is the flow aloft. To get the right upper air configuration to bring cold air from the north uh, requires a configuration aloft with relatively high pressure nearby. It can't be that low aloft. Anyway, that's kind of a subtlety. Well, next week, an upper ridge of high pressure will develop over the east and Pacific. On the other hand, there'll be a trough of lower pressure aloft over uh, central North America. Between the two, there'll be a big change of pressure that will result in strong northerly winds that will bring in very cold Arctic air down into the midsection of the United States. So that's the issue. This pattern will bring extreme Arctic cold air southward east of the Rocky Mountains in the lowest few miles of the atmosphere. Now near the surface, temperatures will easily be 30 to 40 degrees below normal, and that cold air will radically increase the pressure at low levels. By the way, meteorologists generally report pressure at sea level rather than surface pressure, at the pressure of the surface, to remove the effects of terrain. If we wouldn't do if we didn't do that, then our pressure maps would be dominated by terrain. Where the terrain is higher, like in Denver, the pressure would be lower, and where the terrain is where we're near sea level near the coast, the pressure would be higher. So to remove that terrain effect, we show the pressure at a constant level and that's sea level. Now, according to our models, sea level pressure in parts of Montana and the high plains will surge as high as around 1054 hectopascals. So hectopascals is a unit of pressure. Uh, in the old days, we used millibars. So 1054 hectopascals is the pressure that the models are forecasting. Typical average pre uh, sea level pressure is 1,013, by the way, so it's much higher than normal. You may ask, is this a record for the United States? Have we have had higher pressure to the surface? The answer is we have had, so this is not going to be a record. The highest sea level pressure ever observed in the United States is 1064 hectopascals. That was observed on December 24th, 1983. Now, the setup was similar to the one that we're having this week, an upper-level ridge over the eastern Pacific and a trough over the continental interior, so the configuration is, is similar. That one was just a little higher amplitude. Now, as with this coming event here, the highest pressures during that 1983 event was east of the Rockies, but enough cold air moved into eastern Washington, including the Columbia Basin, to enhance the pressure there. So this resulted during that past event 
in a huge difference in pressure or pressure gradient across the Cascades with higher pressure to the east and lower pressure to the west. So an intense east-west pressure gradient. The result was extremely strong easterly winds, winds from the east that pushed through the lower areas of the Cascades. Uh, One of them is called Stampede Gap. And that's north of Mount Rainier and south of the North Cascades. There's a lower area we call it Stampede Gap. And, and because of that pressure difference, the winds surged through. And as they descended down the foothills of the Cascades, they accelerated. And they were particularly high near Enumclaw, where hurricane force winds were observed. At one location in Enumclaw, winds gusted to nearly 120 miles per hour. Roofs were torn off, and strong winds went all the way to Tacoma. Now, during that event and this event, very strong winds were observed in the Columbia Gorge. Now, I expect the event this week, and we're talking about, a week, right now we have some pressure gradient across the mountains right now, and it's going to intensify as the cold air comes in to the east of the Cascades. The, I expect this week, the situation won't be as severe, but I expect strong, gusty winds from the east up to 50 miles per hour in the Cascade Passes and in the foothills, especially favored foothills like where Enumclaw is. Uh, I also expect, because there's a big difference in pressure between uh, the interior of British Columbia and western Washington, I expect strong winds from the northeast moving through the Fraser River Valley and it should also be powerful winds in the Columbia Gorge. Well, I hope you're interested in this, and I expect that this is going to be a significant event, probably the highest pressure in probably in a few years east of the, east of the Rockies. One final thing. Some people have told me they get aches and pains when pressure changes rapidly. Uh, these are particularly people with arthritis and other problematic joint disease. Well, there's going to be a big change in pressure. Pressure's going to surge up with this high pressure, and then it's going to fall later this week. So some of you may get a little bit of arthritis pain coming up. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.